Welcome to On Topic Retro, Episode 8. I'm John Cummins, and joining me tonight is Chris Logel and Will Scholes. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well, thank you. Yeah, great, thanks. Uh, tonight we're going to be discussing a special, and at one point in time, controversial game. The one and only Bionic Commando from Capcom themselves. This is going to be a, a fun one. And it's also a special request from Chris, so we'll probably be hearing him talk a whole lot about this game, I imagine. Yeah, it's the one and the only because I'm very disappointed that they try to do sequels of this and it it never reached the, 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 the quality of this game. Yeah, if if anyone listens to my other show, Retrologic, they'll know my thoughts on the uh, PS3, uh, Xbox 360 era remake. It's garbage. <laughs> it's it bad. It's horrible. Like the, yeah, you couldn't tried, get anything right on that game. They tried to do it in 3D and it just didn't work. Well, it's not even like the 3D part of it is fine. It's it's just a grappling command. Like it, it's way too complicated. Uh, none of it's explained very well. Like I I sat in the tutorial for probably 30 minutes trying to figure out something. You know, it's, oh it's just not put together very well. And there's plenty of like inspirational games to to use to create this mechanic in the 3D space. I mean, just look at Spider-Man games. That's that's Bionic Commando essentially. Like, sling a web up yeah. and grab something. Like, they could have made this pretty simple, <laughs> but it's way overly complicated. You end up swinging in all kinds of places you don't mean to, and like try to fire while doing that is it's just not fun. I tried. I've tried several times to get into it and, and keep stopping in like the same spot. Yeah, I think as the Bionic Commando purist, I want to keep this in two D as well. I just like it in that yeah. space. Um, I don't know that Capcom will ever give us another two D Bionic Commando, but I'm all for no. it if they decide to. No, especially not if we're talking about the story that we're the story notes we're going to get into in a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, they could they could figure out a way to to wrap it around. I mean, we still have Wolfenstein and stuff. Like it's it's, yeah, it's out true. there. Yeah, that, that's a good point. There's, I mean, to me, the world is more open about at least talking about these things. It's not as like taboo as it used to be. You know, maybe it's not as taboo as it should be. <laughs> like, exactly. For better and for worse, that's true. Like it has to be too. Pl- it yeah, exactly. Like I mean, I'm not saying that I'm for any of these things, but <laughs> of course, I'm definitely like I'm definitely against. I'm a historian. Like I don't like bottling things up. Like yeah. these things did happen. You know, the, yeah. the way you learn from them is like you have to know that these things happened. Like our history repeats itself. No, for sure, you need to acknowledge it at least. Exactly. Like yeah. you can't just erase things from history, and it, you know, I don't know. I'm just. That's a that's a whole nother topic. Like we could get on that for a while, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, definitely don't want to shy away from the discussion. And none of it's like terrible. So I mean, it's just kind of mentioning some things that yeah. could be sensitive. Just wanted to throw a warning out there. At the end of the game, the right people explode, and that's all that really matters. That's, yeah, that's. I mean, it's in some ways it's somewhat you know accurate. So. I'll, I'll, t- I'll accept that. <laughs> but anyway, I don't want, we're, we're way too early to be getting into that. First, we need to talk about where you played this and what your experiences are. So we'll hop into that. You can go first since it's your game. Oh man, this uh, this was one of my first NES experiences. I didn't know the game, but I did spend a lot of time with uh, my cousin playing this at their house. Uh, I I loved it, even though it was crazy frustrating trying to navigate where to go. Uh, but it was this new platformer and had this new mechanic. You're not jumping; you're grappling. Uh, so it was it was it was really exciting, and I've just really always enjoyed it. So who does it better, 
Bionic Commando or Metroid? Oh, Bionic Commando. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the Metroid game, I guess. Some Metroids do it better than others, but... Tim's going to hate me for saying that, but I I, I don't like it as a Tim. I think I I caught Will off guard because I usually ask him to go first, it seems like, (laughs) when he's on on here. Hey, it's totally okay with me. Uh, (laughs) uh, Let's see. I did not really play this one a lot growing up. I think I rented it once and got just really incredibly frustrated with it. I couldn't make heads or tails of it. Um, Playing it now through perfectly legal means that are in no sorts of gray areas at all um, is it's going better. It's going better there. I've, you know, I know what I'm doing now. I know what I'm supposed to do. I, I kind of, I can get around. I can, I can repress my distaste for the lack of a jump button. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, as you get going, the grappling gets a little more natural, like, like understanding that you can, kind of pull yourself up to get on top of a platform helps. Like I remember early playing as a kid, like trying to swing myself up onto a platform and like not understanding that I can just like pull myself up there. That was kind of a hard one to, to play the game without knowing. (laughs) It's, it's more of a principal issue for me than it is like having trouble getting around. Cause I feel like there shouldn't be like the chest high walls. (laughs) If you, like you can't even just pop over it, exactly. The yeah, there's no like hurdle button or yeah. something, you know. Like, like, guy, you're taller than this block. Just, just go, <laughs> just go forward. forward. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm going to take the um, half half empty look at it. But for me, the grappling really gave you the opportunity to be creative, to move around. I use the hook for everything, so I would grab the power ups, or I would shove enemies out of the way if I really didn't want, you know, I wasn't comfortable where they were, how close they were getting. I just thought it was a different mechanic that allowed you to really think outside the box. Oh, for sure. And there are definitely, you know, most of this game, it works absolutely great. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's just every once in a while, I'm like, if I didn't have to execute an overly complex series of maneuvers to get over this crate, I would appreciate it. Yeah, there's definitely, like, I could tell the Capcom when they designed this, they wanted to give you that sense of, like, being powerful because of how many different things that the grappling hook can do. You know, Chris mentioned, like, you can push enemies out of the way. You can actually, if you kill an enemy, you can grab the item that they drop with the grappling Mm -hmm. hook without actually having to go retrieve it, which is very nice whatever the enemy is on the other side of a gap in the floor where you can't jump. (laughs) You would have to try to swing over there. So... I mean, yeah, it's the grappling hook is the end all be all of the game. And I understand that what they're doing, but there's just some parts of the levels where the execution is not like great. Like I, like whenever there's several little walls in a row, like you said, it's like he could easily just hurdle over these, like a step over them or whatever. It's they're like sandbags, essentially. (laughs) You should be able to get over these. I mean, uh, you go to the safe area and for somebody, the safe area has an item on, on the other side of a spike pit i guess yeah. you're like well this isn't crazy safe is it like why why is that there and so i would always neutral right but then i realized oh i could just grab a hook it and grab it yeah, i don't have to go risk killing myself it, it's a neutral area but like the first one one of your guys is outside is like hey got some fu- got some flare bombs inside for you they're really going to help you out and you go inside like oh good i see you've placed it on the other side of the death pit Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, like he he did that guy. so no one else would get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine he's putting it there and the guy's like, no, no, don't worry. The guy's got a grappling hook. He, he, it's all good. It's, yeah. He's the only one with a grappling hook, so he's going to get this no problem. Everyone else will fall in the pit. It's not a, not a big deal. Yeah, it, you know, heaven forbid they just give you the item. Like, you already, <laughs> like you he could just have it on him, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, I mean, you really want the rocket launcher, but uh, I'm not just going to give it to you. you got to go get this. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm other than the grappling hook mechanic of the game, I'm a huge James Bond fan. So this this game does have the espionage, the wiretapping. It does. The, it does. It's, a, it's, a, it's a huge 
part of it, and I love it. I mean, it's very simplified, but yeah, it's there. Like, you definitely have the option to do so. And and there's trash talk in there, like, oh, now we have you. Yeah. And, uh, hey, if you're going to Area 4, like, like you're like you're just tapping in on like, two guys talking over lunch or something. Yeah, like, like yeah, we're going to go to Area time. 4. It's like, oh, man, you need to bring some flares. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right after I told him, like, oh, wait, what did you do yesterday? Like, sort of like, uh, yeah, it's... it's some of the dialogue is pretty funny. It is. It is. All right. Well, I think we've been getting more into some other parts of the, the game. So we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about the uh, just the general overview, development, and music, and things of that nature in the general game discussion. So, Bionic Commando was released on December 6th of 1988 in the U.S., uh, July 20th, 1988 in Japan, and October 26th of 1990 in the U.K. So, I mean, you'd have to wait. Like, Super Nintendo was almost out whenever the U.K. got this game. Kind of be a little bit of a disappointment at that point. (laughs) Uh, Also, this game... Tonight, we're talking about the NES version of this game. I did want to clarify, uh, there is an arcade version of this game that is quite a bit different. As we were kind of talking about before we got the show kicked off, basically, the only thing that stayed was the fact that you have a grappling hook. Uh, Everything else is very different. I don't know that... like I would have to imagine that the NES is probably a better version of this game. Most people Uh, seem to feel that way. Like yeah. I, did, I haven't played the arcade version of it, but I did a little bit of kind of comparing and contrasting online, and people seem to like the NES way more. Yes. This usually makes the list of uh, very few games that the NES actually does better than arcade. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, there uh, was a little bit of a name change from the U.S. to Japan, because in Japan this game was called Hitler's Resurrection uh, Top Secret which is apparently was not going to fly in the U S. Um, so they, they went ahead and basically made this game a sequel to commando, which I don't think it is intentionally done that way in Japan. I think that was more of a thing that got brought on because in the U S they could, they couldn't use their original (laughs) storyline. Uh, and, when the game was localized for the U.S., they removed all the Nazism, they removed all the Swatska stuff that was in there, uh, and it was all replaced with like a bird signia in that the bad guys are now called bads, uh, or even <laughs> in the game. Yeah, they got real creative when they did this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, but then whenever you read the game manual, the, the manual still refers to them as the Nas, which is still sounds kind of like Nazis, but not... Uh, completely. So they did do some changes there. Um, and then the, the enemy general was renamed uh, Kilt or Killit. I don't know how you... Mr. Kilt. Yeah, yeah, Kilt. 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 Uh, I wasn't sure because they don't actually like say his name. NES isn't capable of that. So uh, in, the, in Japan, his name was Wiseman. I think he, he you pass him in one of the mm-hmm. in one of the safe. Spots. You do, you do. And yep. Out, yeah. Uh, and then also the uh, there was a change. Uh, the main antagonist was in Japan a revived version of Adolf Hitler, uh, which was definitely not going to fly in the U.S. And he was changed to a character called Master D, which I don't know if it's any better. I mean, I want to be in the. I want to be a fly in the room when they were storyboarding this. Oh game. yeah, and bring Hitler back. Well, yeah. I mean, even in Japan, like this is a crazy. Like I guess things were a lot more loose over there, but like still kind of a crazy thing to. Uh, 
talk Japanese about and bring back. I mean, yeah, they were on that side, but at the same time, like they were kind of like brought in without a choice. It seemed, you know, to some extent. And uh, yeah, I would still be upset about what happened after all that. So I don't know if I'd be making games about it. I'm not from Japan, but I don't know if there's any more sympathy for Nazis than there I, are I don't think I don't... so. I mean, I'm pretty sure they were. It was just recognized as bad practice all the way around. I don't think there was too many uh, sympathizers afterwards. Yeah, I don't think sympathy is the right term, but you definitely see a lot more kind of visual nods and exactly. winks to that kind of thing. Yes, in their media. I mean, and even we kind of talked about it a little bit uh, before the show got kicked off too, about, you know, you do have games like Wolfenstein that kind of touch on this subject a little bit as well. Um, not in the same way, but, you know, almost yeah. equally as, or if not more extreme uh, versions of that. But I mean, it's just something that was in the game in Japan and clearly didn't make it over here uh, for obvious reasons. But, uh, it's definitely still something to note down because it's part of the history of the game. This is how, yeah. I mean, basically how we got the game. It's a little impressive that it made it at all with just this kind of problem from the outset where it's like, we are going to yeah. have to change everything. Exactly. You know, if this was, I mean, today it's a little bit easier to get around. I mean, uh, back then it was just almost like, if it had, if it was even somewhat difficult to localize, it just didn't happen. There's so many Famicom games that did not make it over to the yeah. U.S. because localization was a nightmare, and you know a lot of the carts just didn't have the space for it. If it had any kind of like, uh, you know, dialogue or, yeah. or any, anything in there, they just didn't do it because of just limitations of the console itself. So yeah, this one making its way over is is uh, just short of a miracle when you look back at it. Uh, I mean, if you look at the game itself, like there are films like Starship Troopers, where the not the not the the the, the subtext of the of the Nazis, but the sort of the military complex that they are, like the the it's a bird instead of a swastika, but. This, the uniforms look a lot the same. That you understand that there, this is a horrible. Uh, other, the other side is is this horrible regime that you're supposed to take down, and that's what we're, you're doing in the game. So it's, you know, they might have swapped some symbols, but the overall theme is yeah, the, still pretty much the same. The intent is still there. Like you still have the understanding that hey, there's a good side and there's a bad side, um, and what these people are doing are, are you know what you're trying to stop is doesn't need to happen. So the main, the main story of the game is still intact. It's just, everything gets renamed and you know, some things get swapped around. So something also of note that whenever the game was brought over to the U S it actually was made a little bit easier. The difficulty was brought down, uh, which I could, I can see that. Like I could see this game being a little bit more difficult. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, like I think they probably could have left it there, but again, as Americans, we, it wasn't you know, it was too hard for us. <laughs> I mean, the enemies still spontaneously sort of uh, uh, appear out of a lot of different places and in difficult places, which makes the grappling and the and the and avoiding them yes not mm -hmm. not crazy not very easy. Yeah, I mean it all goes back to like talking about Mario, you know, how we didn't get lost levels, that kind of thing. You constantly hear about when these games get localized, they get made easier in this time period. Yeah. I mean, just imagine what uh, Dark Souls would have been like if it was a game in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Uh, well, one more thing. The music uh, was composed by... Uh, I guess Junko. Yes. Uh, Tamiya. Yep. And at that point in time, uh, they were credited as the uh, pseudonym. Was it Gondaman? Which I guess Gondaman. Gondaman. Gondamin. Gondamin. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm horrible at pronouncing names. I'll 
butcher them every time. But this is also another thing of like the eighties where, uh, composers and designers and things like that weren't like directly credited on the games. Um, so this was probably a way to actually get credited without, you know, too much trouble by going by a, a pseudonym at the time. Very similar to authors and, and things like that. But, uh, the game definitely has some pretty kicking music. Like, I do enjoy the music of, on the game. It's yeah, kind of no, made me no, I think that, want to go back and listen and play the arcade version to see how different the music was. Because I know it had a different composer. The, the music definitely sets the, sets the mood for some of the stages where you're really... Yep. The tension really ratchets up because of it. Yeah, the... You can definitely tell, like, the neutral zones are pretty laid back music-wise. And then, like, as soon as you get into the next area and it's full of action, like, they definitely pick it up. Like, it, they do a good job kind of swinging that back and forth. And I meant to write down the the composer for the uh, arcade version, but I forgot. And that's pretty much what I have for the... Uh, just the general game development. Uh, it's a, it's not a crazy story, but uh, as far as development goes, but you can definitely tell they had to, to make this work to bring it over. It wasn't just a given. And we appreciate them for it. Yeah. Is overall it might not be mm-hmm. someone's favorite game, but it's, it's definitely a, a, one of the better NES titles of that time. Uh, I liked it a lot better than commando. I'll say that. <laughs> For sure. Um, so I guess now we'll talk a little bit about the story. there is some like references that talk a little bit about the other uh, side of it for the Japanese game. Uh, Bionic Commando takes place sometime in the 1980s and centers on two warring states, the Federation and the Empire. Uh, The Federation forces discover top secret documents about Albatross, an unfinished project developed by the Empire's predecessor, uh, the Bads, also known as the Nas, or the Nazis in the Japanese version, Uh, the Imperial leader, uh, Generalissimo, uh, Kilt, Kilt decides to complete the project himself. Upon learning the Empire's plot, the Federation sends in its national hero, Super Joe, which is, uh, in our version of the story, supposed to be the main character from the Capcom game Commando, <laughs> uh, to infiltrate the Empire. Uh, but he is captured. And then the Federation sends in a second operative named Lad. Very creative. Uh, <laughs> to rescue him and to uncover the secret behind Albatross project. Uh, Lad is a member of the uh, FF, the double force battalion, a team of commandos specially trained to use wired guns to infiltrate the enemy bases. So according to the story from the manual, I'm a, his grappling hook is a gun. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a little different from what we get in the future. With Bionic Commando. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I didn't make it very far in this game as a kid, I always thought Super Joe was a myth. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought, there's not a Super Joe. I'm going yeah. in here and it's going to turn on its head. It's going to be like, oh, there was never, there was never a Super Joe. This is what you're really supposed to do now. And that's where the espionage story came in. We're like, he's been a myth the you whole time. You were Super Joe the whole time. But you were Super Joe, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You had amnesia. I think it's funny that, you know, classic Capcom, they're like, we're going to just make this game into a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Everything has to have a sequel. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, definitely. I don't know. And I I mean, Commando is okay. 
I didn't play it near as much as a kid, but I definitely liked Bionic Commando a lot better than the original Commando game. And if somebody like if they didn't have similar names and like hadn't thrown that in, I would have never even like guessed that this would have been a sequel to it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think if I ever, fought, if I ever, I, I was growing up, I think if I ever got to Super Joe, he would be uh, some, you know, he'd be the shell of this myth that we heard of, about him. So he's not as super as he was cranked up to be, or he wasn't. Really. Yeah, I mean, but as a kid, I was he could have been the bad guy. Yeah, something like that. He's either going to be, uh, you know, turned into a bad guy, or you're going to find him like dead somewhere, <laughs> type deal. Like, yeah. you're there to rescue him, but. Uh, too late, too late. <laughs> yeah type deal and uh and i mean yeah as a kid i never completed the game so i kind of had to wait till later to fully understand what was all happening i mean and as an eight-year-old kid you don't fully understand any of the the story especially right. about the japanese side of it no wouldn't find that out till way later whenever somebody mentioned it and i was like man i did not know that <laughs> And it's like, if we got to go do some research now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a totally different uh, game altogether. So, story out of the way. I think we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some gameplay and what we uh, think about that. talked a little bit about that and experiences but uh some of us are more fans of the grappling than others and we, we could talk a little bit about some of the uh different items or weapons that you acquire to complete certain missions we talked a little bit about that as well uh the espionage aspect of it where you know you'll tap into the the phone line like we said of, of somebody talking about something you need to have for particular levels and then as a kid you know i never did figure out like where i needed to go to get it to go to the next place and like what well, you don't put it all together and, and just the navigation itself is pretty uh like i didn't understand that either <laughs> so like there's a lot of just flying around and just checking places out so i mean if you do I mean, that it's a 12-hour game you know <laughs> I mean, as a kid, I was notorious for never reading the manual. Mm. So the two elements that I, lo I I would always get mixed up on, using the right communicator to wiretap or communicate, because I know they change colors and I'd find new ones, and then i never know I didn't use them. So when I would get to that le level when I was supposed to have the different communicator, it would just be dot, 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 because I'm using the exactly, wrong one. Exactly, yeah. And I can't, I can't hack in. So I've lost that information. Uh, the other thing that I, it took me, I think... I don't know, I don't know how, how many years I've been playing the game before I discovered um, on the overall map when you're traveling around and you encounter the enemy, I always thought, well, this is the thing I want to avoid the most. It just seems like useless, wasted, extra risk of you being killed. Well, I accidentally killed the right guy, found the little insignia thing, finished the rest of my lives, and it's like, continue? Wait a minute. You can do yeah. that? <laughs> you should the item that <laughs> will I continue. <laughs> And that's why I was always so frustrated never getting anywhere. And then all of a sudden, it's like, continue. And then I started to search out for them. And then by the time I had six or seven continues, like, this game is going to be a piece of cake. I've got almost infinite lives here. And that's when I finally found it to the end. I found out Super Joe was real. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I got to the end. And it was like, this is, this is, what the hell took me 20 years to figure all this stuff out? Man, if I just read it up somewhere. If I just looked it up. But... I enjoyed yeah, that. I, that was the that was one of my gaming <laughs> accomplishments of life. I gotta say, I know it's a lot, but yeah. Hey man, it's it, it's all about the adventure of getting there. Anybody can just look up the story on on Wikipedia. Come on, right? Anybody can just look at the list that says that's what the insignia does. You need to pick. <laughs> right, yeah, right you're, you're a kid with an NES. You're like, no, I'm going to pick it up, and I probably just got points or something. If no, if nothing explodes when you pick it up, all right, I got points now. 
and we can move yeah. on. Yeah. Well, and also, I think I playing this, I rented it, it, and it didn't have a manual. So. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, so I am, I'm going to be honest, I didn't, know, time. I didn't know the communicator thing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, this is definitely a game that having the manuals is, you know, imperative. Like, you're going to have, you have to have it or you don't understand anything that's going on. Yeah. I mean, even the, like, understanding the, the loadout at the beginning of the stage, even, you know, to know what you're equipping at, you know, what point yeah, in time. Would the right items to yeah, the exactly. You go into the level and you're a kid, you just like hit A and you just fly right through that and you just pick whatever this, the cursor's on. <laughs> no, and we were talking before the show, I was in one of the neutral zones for the first time and I think I, I didn't like the way one of the Federation... Uh, soldiers was talking to me, so I just thought, oh, I'm going to start shooting this guy. And then all of a sudden, all the alarms go off, and it's like, oh, shit, what did they do? <laughs> and now I'm fighting for my life, and it's like, this is, okay, don't do that ever again. That's, uh... That I mean, they really, more. they really, you know, they provoke you a little bit. The ones that do talk to you in the neutral they, zones talk some shit. Oh, they do. Uh, I believe there's yeah. one that's like, get out of here, nerd, or some equivalent oh, yeah. of that. Like, he's way later on. One but. guy's like, Federation dog. What is your yeah, they do. They don't talk yeah. nice. That's for sure. I mean, I think that's the goal. They're trying to get you to pop off at least once. See you yeah. figure it out. And they could have at least given you the satisfaction of when the guy lips off that you shoot him and he dies. He yeah, he just, just disappears. disappears and then you get attacked. <laughs> well, I can't even get this. I can't even get the like, the satisfaction. I shot him for being right. smug about it, but <laughs> no. It was a test, and you failed. That's right. <laughs> I didn't. I don't have the temperament to be, I guess, uh, uh, a lad. Yeah. Or I guess Nathan Lad Spencer was what he's called in, in yeah. later games, right? Yeah. You have to earn your sunglasses that you wear into the combat. That's right. <laughs> I'm not super Nathan yet. <laughs> Someday. Oh, Did you imagine if this whole... If this whole enterprise went terrible and they made another game where they're like, so you got to go and get Super Joe. He didn't. He didn't make it. Then you got to go and get Super Nathan while you're there. Yeah. And, and then you got the, the next bionic commando. Like, right. Yeah. Like this is there's too many commandos in there. Like what? How, what are you? What are you doing, guys? Come well, on. Yeah. Get the next game would have been a licensed game, and they would have had Arnold in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the real life commando, and, and go get him. <laughs> yeah, a movie tie in yeah, his, his sprite doesn't fit on the screen. <laughs> that is something I will say. Like for a NES game, like this game has like pretty good sprite work and like looks really good. The uh, it does I mean, even the even the screens where you're where they've animated the guys talking in the voice box and everything. Like it's it's really well put together, and you can tell like. They, they put some time into this game. Uh, even the levels are pretty well, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, early platformers where the, you know, the platforming parts of the level all look very samey and like the colors are all the same. Like this, this game does a pretty good job of kind of separating that out. lets you feel like you're in a different part of the, the map when you're exploring like the little room, the difficult ramp up a bit when you get to like I think it's level two or five yeah. when you get out of the slime now you're slipping mm, around yep. and it's moving you off platforms that you can't jump off of and like I will say like the room that you go you know every level has the same room where you go in to do the boss fight that's pretty same for I mean it changes up like what happens in it but uh, for the most part the room is the same <laughs> You blow yep. up the same thing at the end. Same thing, yep. Yeah. You blow up the yep, system. later... Which I always have commentary on, like, the, like, anarchist or something like that. Like, we always take down the system. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, all right. It's a system, all right. And then every, every <laughs> once in a while, they throw in the little, like, turret guy that floats. And, and whenever you finally realize that all you have to do is run to the very end of the, you know, swing to the very end of the level and avoid him a few times, you can just get behind him and <laughs> basically take him out yep. without any issues. Yeah, once you get out of the system and you start firing off, then you usually, yep. okay, you can move a bit, but that's, there's not much to it. 
it's a it's a nice little loop going through the the levels and then figuring that out but uh yeah the even the like i wish there was a little bit more difference of the the guns per se but you know it's nes it's doing what it can do i guess like really the difference yeah. i guess the rockets are the bazooka It would have been cool to have like a machine gun or you know something, something more. Or it'd been nice to at least have a melee weapon. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, because sometimes whenever they're coming in on the parachutes, they're like right on you. <laughs> the uh, there's the there, there's some of the enemies they roll the they roll explosives yeah, yep. at you. That would have been kind of it would been, would been nice to have too. one of those. Yeah, throw them, give me some bombs. Like, they definitely could have made a sequel to this game, Chris. It did, and added all those things. Because, like I said, this whole game basically just focuses around the the, the grappling hook mechanic. Right. That's what they really want. You Add to it use. to my list. Give me everything I want. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess that's you could use that kind of as a as a melee, but it's, it doesn't. You know, you can push them away. It doesn't kill them it doesn't hurt them it inconveniences them yes occasionally you can inconvenience them to death you can you can you can pop them out through a gap and let them fall down (laughs) it's also funny like some of the little gaps in there and you're like you could totally jump this gap like it's not it's not that wide this is going to be harder to swing across than it would have been exactly it is i mean that's the thing right you because you're either you either grapple straight up, straight uh, horizontally or diagonally. Yep. So if it is too small gap, you've got to go yeah, back you have to and walk and, backwards quite a ways, and then shoot your just right. And then if you're against the wall, then you're that's the end because now you got to like double tap to grapple in midair. Yeah. Midair yeah. grappling is not yeah. a great idea most of the time, at least not in my experience. Usually involves me falling to my death. I mean, there's- <laughs> There's a couple, there's a couple level level four. There's if you can, you can manage it. You can kind of Tarzan your way across the the, to yep. the ceiling, and it gets kind of. You feel like you want to, like you because you're you get that yep. vibe right where you just grapple the grapple the, without. And then like the you hit a spot where the wall comes down just a little bit to leave an opening, right. and then you just like bounce off that. Game over. <laughs> you're trying not to land on the platform because it's got like three guys who have paratrooper parachuted into this building. So you can't stand there. <laughs> yeah. Like it, there's even parts of the game where like you're, you're essentially underground from what I can tell. And they're just like parachuting through the ground. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but uh, they do it. And like, I think it's level two where you, you grapple up to a little spring. So you grapple up and then it springs you a little bit further. And now you've got to immediately grapple up or you're just flying everywhere. And that's where it seems like it's uh, parachute hell because they're parachuting forever. Like, is there just a plane, or is there just like a tube above you dropping, the, like constantly shooting them at you? Yeah, yeah it's like where come all on. These guys from? Come on, there's like there's a limit of parachutes you can <laughs> possibly throw at you. One, I know one what the time. Empire's number one export is. It's parachutes. It is parachutes Parachute. and bombs. These guys have a lot of bombs. And they have no compunction to, like, we're going to send these parachuter guys to the doom. Like, we don't care how many get yeah. slaughtered. Yeah, they're all, all red, red shirts. shirts. Literal, yeah. Literally. Endless red shirts. Sometimes they just parachute into pits. And they, just they do. Never, <laughs> yeah, they never chairs. even hit a platform. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't somebody's like, hey, uh, General, where are we parachuting here? Like, it doesn't matter. Just get out the plane. Just um, go, but be careful. You, you're you not going to be able to change once you pick. Yep, your parachute is not no, controllable. <laughs> your your death is uh, your death is for the federation. It's for the good. Hadn't invented those little pulls that you pull on to change the direction of your parachute yet. Your your best bet is to land somewhere where it would be inconvenient to come get the thing you drop. <laughs> or parachute yourself between yeah, two barrels. There you go. Now you're stuck. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing because they know 
they know halfway up the screen they're gonna they're parachuting to their doom, but they can't they can't no. change direction. They're stuck. They just know what's coming. It makes me wonder, like, part of the story for this game should have been that that guy has, like, two broken legs, and that's why he can't jump. <laughs> because the, the enemies can jump. They can change, you know, oh, levels. True, they can. Like that. But you can't. Like, you're you're glued to the ground some, for some reason. But I think yeah, it's because you have can, two, like, I mean, flints on, and you're like... <laughs> they can drop straight down from yeah. platform. Yeah, they can, you have a lot more like, mobility than I do. My cousin would make little dialogues of the little, of the guys when they're they're if they're a level above you, they would walk back and forth three or four times, and then they'd be like, "All right, I'm going for it!" Ah! <laughs> How they do? They turn their shoulder and then they jump down to like certain doom, but they're like, "Let's do this! We're going for it!" <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the one to stop, lad. I I do like how easy the like they're not like meat bags like they, they only take a couple shots usually and they're done like i do like that part of it like it's not some you know some nes games are horrible about it we're like you're gonna shoot this guy 45 times and he's finally <laughs> finally gonna leave you alone and then oh you you backtrack yeah, too no. far he's respawned he's back yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> this game does that though with the parachute guys if you if you go from one side to the other they'll oh, respawn no, and they'll, yeah they'll start popping back up. yeah but like I said, it's usually like, you know, one shot with the uh, bazooka, or you know, just a couple shots with the regular gun, and they're they're gone. So it's not it's not too much of a nuisance. Yeah, I guess you. When I think about it, when you level up your weapon and you're using a, a, a missile launcher and you're firing it at regular inf- infantry, like in reality, they're blowing oh, up yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Their guts, they're 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 blood bags, right? Like so. It's pretty awful to think about what. That I guess one shot's like. pretty accurate in that situation. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, even with the regular gun, like yeah. two shots. You have one shot, pretty much did it, and then you have the, the last shots to verify that, <laughs> that you did it. <laughs> Just a double tap. Double tap, yeah, double tap. And then I guess we could talk a little bit about the the last the boss battle. And as you mentioned earlier, like what happens. <laughs> <sighs> the uh I mean there's just something about like I can imagine playing this in Japan and mean like this is a revived Adolf Hitler, like <laughs> like <laughs> there is no worse like boss fight like you can do like this is it like you got to take this guy out <laughs> and then of course i mean there's a bit of a situation that's there he has a bit of a like a, a not reanimated corpse but a, like it's a he's a bit of a role yeah he's, he's very futurama head in a jar yeah, exactly yeah right, you yeah. Could tell you know that maybe that's where futurama got its influence for that <laughs> But yes, in, in our game, he's uh, Master D, which I don't, was that Master Doom, and they just didn't have enough characters. Maybe I'm, I'm a little confused with that one. Yeah, of, this was this was super uh, nerve wracking for me because I, I remember like the first time I got there, this was like, oh my man, I've never been this far in the game, and you have to aim in the window of the helicopter. Yep. And you like you that one. You got one shot at this, and you have to use this special weapon. Uh, oh my god, I'm never gonna get this right. And I don't know like, if I pulled it off the first time, but I was sweating like crazy <laughs> when I when I was approaching. That. It's funny all this build up, and then it's really in the end, it's not much of a boss battle, you know. Yeah, no. it's a pretty pretty quick ordeal. And then it's got a bit of the like you were you were mentioning Metroid. Uh, it's got a bit of that Metroid feel to it now because now the 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 base is exploding and you Make got six seconds to grapple. Yeah, that's where your grappling skills better be on point. 
I want to burn up in there after doing all that. And yes, as you defeat Master D, his head explodes, and it's like the scene of the game. You're just like, this this is what I came for. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's oddly satisfying in a sociopathic little way, yeah. but sure. I mean, this was this was the uh, the thrill aspect of the NES, I guess, for this game. Like, oh look, the head explodes. You were the red, right? <laughs> yeah. Like when I went back and watched uh, one of the Hot Shots films, either that or the, it's the sequel where they're like, "This is the bloodiest movie ever," and it's just Charlie Sheen on a body on a on a mound of corpses firing off and killing yeah. everything around, and that's sort of the thing you get right. It's just like you're just there to kill everything in sight. Is this true? And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I have a whole lot more to even say about the the gameplay part of it. I mean, it's just a it's a fun game and what it, what it achieves with how simple it is, is very good. Like they did a good job. It's, it's spot on. It's not very long. You know, it's a little nerve wracking to get the game figured out at first. But once you dial the game in, you know, it's, it's a quick, like you should be able to beat this game in like an hour and a half, two hours. If you know how to do it, if you know where you're going and everything, which is good because there's no saves. <laughs> Yeah, so, none at all. Right. This is the game where like you leave your NES yeah, on when you're a kid trying to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, you get to continue, but you can't. You nope. Can't turn nope. It nope. Turn no it passwords. Off. No pass. Yeah, it's kind of yep. crazy that in 1988 they didn't have passwords yet. Yeah, it's it's so, it's, it's so like advanced and special in so many ways, and then like it can't even have like a password system. Exactly. Which I mean, I, in that yeah. era, more than any other or certainly it was a big issue at the time was like the trade-off. Maybe they physically couldn't put it in there. You know, that's yeah. fine. Limitations. It's not I mean, egregiously I... long or anything like that. No, there's definitely longer NES games out there oh, yeah. that didn't have passwords or save systems. Yeah. For what it's worth, like you were saying, I appreciate the sound, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. look, the gameplay, everything really works. I can I can forgive this, that. This game definitely had that like Capcom polish at that time. Oh yes, where you know everything was as top notch as it could be, except for the save system. <laughs> but we'll forgive them for that because. Yeah. Uh, and they never recaptured that ever again in the Bionic nope. Commando game. And and again, I would I would totally if they if they come out today and said, "Hey, we're doing like a 2D HD remake of Bionic Commando," I'd be all over it. I'd play this game all over it. Yeah, here's one money for sure. Uh, they could infinitely make the game better just by adding a jump feature. Like, there's plenty of buttons nowadays. <laughs> we, could, we could totally jump. Yeah. Like, like even if it's not a particularly jump. good jump, I, but if oh, you can yeah. maybe jump like one block over. Well, or <laughs> even if they made it through, like, if you pushed through a sandbag, you just kind of hurdled it. You know, okay, I would take it, that as a fair trade. Doesn't even, if, doesn't if, even have to be, but yeah, you know, just if you go up to it and you try to go beyond it, he just goes. I'll take that. I'll give Will a hurdle. That's okay. what it will do. I'll, I'll right. concede the hurdle. Right. Well, if we can do that, then or, right. or even like handle <laughs> handle jump how like Zelda handles jump in like N sixty four area. You know, you just go towards the gap and he just jumps over it if he if he can. If not, he doesn't. I'll take that. I mean, if you play um, Super Mario Run on mobile, there are, there are some things where Mario will just hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, it's, you'll, like you'll, it's like a palm horse over, over stuff. That, okay. You can have that. Nathan Spencer can hurdle. Can He's learned how to vault something. himself over small obstacles. His legs have healed now. Small so. obstacles. Right? Because that's where the grappling hook doesn't yeah. do well, small things. Yeah, there's way too many instances where like something's way too tight to to maneuver with the grappling hook. Like it would have been way easier just be like, okay, add a little like just a just a hop. He just needs a hop over this. It's like it's not even the distance that his walk stride is. Like you should be able to do this. <laughs> this shouldn't be as daunting as it is. No. I mean, there we didn't mention like when you get to further on in the game. There are certain aspects uh, and, and traps that are more alien than they are 
well, they're definitely not Nazis. So you're almost wondering, like, where that comes from, right? Like, the plants that just come out and they consume you in one bite, yeah. and then yeah. that's you're let you why? Like, and the there's some insects that like that's not of Earth, that's <laughs> for sure. So, like, I'm starting to I kind of wonder. It does kind of go off the rails a bit that way, where it's this isn't a federation versus whatever combat anymore. We're getting yeah. aliens in here somehow. It definitely does have that like yeah. weird twist to it with how the environment is a little bit and it's not explained in any way like it's just there like, I, I don't even their experiments yeah it could be but yeah. i mean like it's they don't even give you the satisfaction of like talking about it inside of one of the tapped phone calls or anything you know it was there's not even one who's like commander what's with these weird plants like yeah what are these a, bugs a, a plant ate steve and I don't feel like it should have been able to do that. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a few days. Does anybody know, does anybody know if Super Joe was consumed by an <laughs> alien? Because we might as well turn around now. Does anybody yeah. know if Joe knows about the plants? <laughs> you just was bought you it. Like, hey, while yeah. you guys are talking about the plants. Hey, uh, if, <laughs> hey if you're heading for Area 6, uh, these giant things you're will gonna come You're going to head to Area 6. Probably just don't. Yeah. Skip area six. There's a yeah, safe place don't. on the other side. You give the plants long enough, they'll handle can it. I, can I call in a uh, fire bombing to area six so we can clear everything Just up start over. before I go in? Carpet, carpet bomb it. Can we? Can we? <laughs> can we uh, orange whatever? Yeah. Just bring some pesticide in or, or you know herbicide. I don't think that's going to work. These plants are eating people. Do I have to face, do I have to face the man eating plants first? Are you sure you guys can do something about it before him? Apparently not, because you know they didn't do anything about it. They just send you in. They're like, oh, you got that grappling hook. You're good to go. You totally have this. <laughs> I mean, that's the funny part about it. Is like, uh, Lad is like, well, can Lad open this can for me? Yeah, grappling hook. Uh, can lad survive super mutant plants? Yeah, no problem. It's like I don't even remember. Can you like stun the plants or anything like with the grappling hook? Like you can't do anything to them, right? No, you can't. Even shoot yeah. them. They're invulnerable to your bullets. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like it's it's totally just a obstacle on the on the level. Like there's nothing you could do at all. It's, like, it's no different than the little fireball uh, thing in Mario. It's instant. <laughs> It's instant death because if yep. you're in there, it kills you. Yeah, those. Man, after you said that, I remember, but I totally forgot about the parts with the plants. <laughs> Gosh, I think I tried to re- force myself to forget those parts. Well, and the the beginning of the level starts off funny because you're supposed to uh, grab to go across a couple of gaps, and you can't really get all the way, so you've got to. Way, way through some, I guess, yes. quicksand. It, uh, sure. And so after you've got there and you're like, all right, okay. And then you're like, okay, these things look funny. These big bugs are flying around. And then instantly you're like, oh, what? What the hell was that? Yeah. I mean, that's one thing. Like, this is definitely in that, that time period where you have you learn from playing. Like, you're like, oh, this thing kills me in one hit. This doesn't, you know. So there's definitely some of that frustration, but. Um, well, no, I mean that in like no visual depiction of how much health things are taken away from you whenever you're getting <laughs> attacked. Uh, but no, I mean, you just learn as you go. That's just how this one works. Uh, did you guys have a lot of time grinding with the uh, pellets to, um, I did once more, and then uh, I decided this is taking too long and it's not worth it. <laughs> Yeah. See in the uh, in the parachuting mm-hmm. hell where they're just guys falling, it just seemed pretty easy because I just yeah. have to step a couple that's, of that's where way, I did it too. And there's three I'm not guys a patient there. man, right? <laughs> like I did. I know you. I don't even know what the limit is. Like I know you. I've six, I right? Six, I think I've been up to six too, but that and that takes a while to get to like you have to collect quite a few to to get it up there but um 
yeah the yeah i never got a, i never got an idea of what like i never looked up how many you had to collect yeah, I yeah it's like an, an indication yeah, I for that would have been nice yeah yeah right like a meter or something yes that would have been nice um yeah, I know the, the level you're talking about where they're parachuting in and you just you can like just keep making them respawn in that one area when you walk forward and then walk backwards yeah. to go back to them. Yeah, you can collect quite a few that way. But I mean, even then, like to get six, you're going to be staying there for at least probably 15, 20 minutes <laughs> doing that over and over again. I mean, only because I could go up uh, a couple of uh, screens with parachute hell and lose all six right away that, yeah. was, that was what kept me motivated because like yeah i'll burn through those six really fast if i don't yeah it just forces you to get good at that one level if you don't have them that's for sure yeah i totally forgot about the pellets too right off the bat it's like i know there's there's some kind of distinction there but again i can't like yeah. there's nothing that tells you how much you're losing whenever you get hit by certain things No, when my grappling wasn't great, like at level four, I was even just doing it now, I would fall into the spikes. And then it, it's the frustrating thing because mm-hmm. you can yeah. bounce a couple of times. And like, ah, grapple, grapple, grapple. Nope. And you're like, it's like a slow burning depth where you're like, yeah, like he might as well just die bounce. on contact with those. Might as well. Right? It would be, it would be less frustrating. <laughs> yeah, especially if there's nothing near you to grapple onto and you're just bouncing and there's nothing you could do. Off spikes. That's the. That seems. That's, that's like the one thing you thing. you shouldn't be able to do on spikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you jump more off the spikes. Yeah. Three chances before impalement. You know. Yeah, it's like you, you right. can't you can't hop over this crate, but you can bounce in the spike pit. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of balls in there, and then like the balls all disperse, and then there's the spikes. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think unless you could think of anything that we're forgetting, Chris, I think I think that's basically Bionic Commando in a nutshell. That's Bionic Commando. Uh, I love it. It's frustrating, but I love it. Couldn't find any really fun facts, and we've already talked about all of the. Uh, I think all like the fun the, facts have have that kind of shadow on them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This yeah. this game isn't the kind of game that has fun facts. The fun is definitely in quotation marks for this one, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I mean, it's a crazy yeah. story. It's a different, yeah, unique. And if you describe fun as exploding the guy's head, then it's there for you. <laughs> or being infinitely frustrated in some areas. There's plenty of fun for you. Um, but yeah, like I said, that's Bionic Commando. We did it. So the last, the last thing I'll say is I'm looking at the overworld map right now and it just looks like someone with, I don't know, attention deficit sort of drew this up because there's no, there's no pattern rhyme or reason why anything like, why is level one beside 13 or two, three, the, pa- the, the numbers no. don't make, never yeah, you don't play in yeah. order or anything. Mm-hmm. Go. Oh, well, why are they numbered? Yeah, it should all just then? be a box at that point, or a dot on the map. Well, I mean, they need some way to to designate between oh, them, since yeah, they'll yeah, talk about them in other areas to give you hints about what you need. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they could have sequenced them. They could have sequenced them a little better. It's, it's it's a funny sequence. It looks like a strange order. Yeah, why we need to go one like one to like sixteen. To go to four, yeah, it's because you got to get that yeah, item it's, it's weird. that you need to go to the other one. And if they put it in the in yep. order, then it's just not fun. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. I mean, if you go back to the Japanese versions, the Nazis were never known for anything but order <laughs> or organizational. Oh it's, man, it's 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 code. It is code. You have to break it's code. Figure the game That's out. it. <laughs> I kind of wish they'd they'd done. I know they uh, 
they did the remastered and all that junk on like PS3 and stuff. I kind of wish they'd gone the Mega Man 9 or 10 route instead and just made I another one that looked like an NES game. Yes, that would have been way better. Yeah. I mean, right. there's a reason why you can buy Bionic Commando on PS3 or Xbox 360 for $5. Um, it's really, in a lot of ways, not worth $5. I highly recommend that you find a different way to play it versus pay, paying for it. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the last year, we've got Streets of Rage 4 and we've got Shredder's Revenge. Yo, please, uh, my my Switch collection would be complete if I had a I mean, Commando. Chris, if you're just hankered for like some grappling action, uh, I can recommend that you play Flint Hook right. on the Switch. Okay. It's right. it's not Bionic Commando, but there's I mean it heavily depends on grappling, and it's very skill based uh, with it. It's definitely something I think you'd enjoy if if like that's your part of the game that you you know that you enjoy the most is the grappling aspect, which it sounds like it is. Um, well, I definitely check out the arcade. Oh yeah, two first. bucks, <laughs> but definitely throw Flint Hook on your uh, yeah. wish list. And uh, next time it goes on sale, right. it's a game that came out a long time ago on Switch. Like it was in the first year, I believe, first or second year, because I remember I bought it uh, through limited run pretty early. It was like one of their early, maybe like in the top, like first ten Switch games they released. So uh, definitely. So then they can just focus on making the uh, Zelda two remake. Yeah, be might be waiting a little while for that one. <laughs> I'm with you though. Like I'm ready for that, but uh, I'm just happy we got it on the the Game and Watch anniversary mm. deal. Right. Because uh, I enjoy playing it on that versus the. I mean, obviously, played on the Switch too. There's there's just so many ways to play all those classic uh, Nintendo games nowadays. But there's just something about the Game and Watch. Yeah. I'm a handheld person at heart, so I like playing those. Well. I think we're, we're done with Bionic Commando, so we'll go ahead and move into the outro. give each of you guys a last chance to say any final words on the game and also a chance to promote any content that you want to promote. I don't know, Chris, if you've started, I know you've talked about doing some things in the past, but I don't know if you've started anything. No, I guess, John, I just want to say thanks for having me. This is a really great episode. I really appreciate doing this one. This was a lot of fun. Uh, I love this game. Um, I don't really have anything to promote. I still have that uh, review on the Nintendo yeah. Dads um, YouTube channel. If you guys haven't checked that out on... Um, I can't remember what it was. No. Uh, oh, there Bush you go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But other than that, no. This was a lot of fun, and I really appreciate yeah, the episode. Look forward Anytime. To you're, you're welcome to come on and talk about any games that we, we do. I don't, I don't shy away from anybody. <laughs> There's no limit. <laughs> so, uh, Will, you can right. go next. All right. Um, yeah, thanks for having me back. This is a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed uh, both times that I've been on these shows. I like talking about old, old off top, old kind of off the beaten path kind of games. You do one for the Gilligan's Island game on NES. I can do that. I can be here for that. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, I mean, just the time we uh, we have time to get into it, we can do it. Um, I'm still over at Megadads, uh, megadads.org, youtube.com, slash megadads. I still stream on my own, twitch.tv, slash wondrouswill, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, yeah, or you can just shout at me on Twitter, at wondrouswill. That also works. Awesome. I don't have a life. I'm around. Yeah, you can show it at me for all this stuff. I'm at, at Chris awesome. H. 94. I'm sure that uh, 
everybody enjoys listening to you guys talk in great detail about these games. Uh, it's always a fun time for me as well, and that's why I like doing it. So thanks for listening on Topic Retro. It's part of the Retrologic family of podcasts. If you'd like to send your personal experiences for the next show but don't have Discord, please send them to ontopicretro at gmail.com. Uh, the next game for On Topic Retro will be uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong Miniland Mayhem. This is a retro rewind game. So this is a game that as a community we've all been playing this month. Uh, started on the 1st and uh, the next show will wrap that up and we'll, we'll have everybody on that wants to talk about that game. If you'd like to uh, share your experiences with that game but you're not a part of our Discord, you can send uh, your experience to that uh, email address that I just mentioned earlier. If you would like to join our wonderful non-toxic Discord, uh, you can go to retrologic.games for details on how to join. There's a link there. Uh, and you can find all the other Retrologic podcasts and uh, blog posts that Sam does as well on that site. Uh, just basically everything we have we have a little bit of everything uh i really wish that we had somebody that wanted to do a uh like a retro tv show movie podcast in our family i've voiced it uh several times i don't think i have the bandwidth to do it as much as i'd love to um but that's definitely something i think would be interesting to have we have a music podcast that would be nice uh or that is nice to listen to they they talk in great detail about lots of lots of music related topics albums uh they just recently did one on uh albums that have reached 25 million sales um so yeah lots of great stuff over at retrologic.games that's it for this episode stay tuned for more we'll see you guys later bye now